In 2020, when all hope for humanity seemed lost, two heroes emerged from the darkness, armed with only their beards and a love for whiskey. Together, with one mission, they proclaim, from this day forth, Cranky and Rant shall leave no bourbon unopened and no whiskey unsipped. Welcome to Brothers with Beards, Whiskey Night. It's better. It's better. Okay. All right. Now I'm getting in my seat, so hopefully it stays fine. Oh, boy. Sorry. You good now? I'm getting there. I'm almost there, yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> uh, I'm having a rough go, bro. I'm fine now. You're good now? Yeah, I'm good now. Your microphone. I know you got the same one as me, so it feels funny when I say it, but it's a piece of shit. Well, I'm sorry. Sorry my mic is a piece of shit. I just, it's so frustrating. I don't understand it. I don't either, dude. I don't either. I'll fudge with it. I'll, I'll, I'll mess with it. I, I don't know. Are you on a laptop? Do I have one? Yeah. No. Do you? Do I have? No. Yeah, so what do you get what? I don't need one. Well, neither do I. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because you need to go to other rooms and see if it's the room. It's not. What is it then? It's, it's, I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Oh, God. I hate fucking audio quality. Piss poor audio quality annoys me, dude. Obviously. You're getting Keep in mind. But it seems like it was good for a while. That's why I'm like, what happened? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what fucking happened, dude. I don't I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't I don't know. Alright. Last week we started a podcast and yeah. we had to abandon ship. We had technical difficulties. Are we go are we rolling right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck. I didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah, dude. I we're, we roll. We're right. rolling. Yeah, we're rolling. Yeah, so, go ahead. I'm sorry for the interruption. Continue on. That's fine. So last week, uh so what was it, three weeks ago? We bought three bottles of whiskey yeah. that all oh, we wanted to try three of them. You know, the, the first one we tried the night we got because we were going to watch uh, some football and drink whiskey, and that was garbage. Then we bought uh, a second one, which we did make it through whiskey night on, I believe, Bardstown um, Prisoner, which, you know, wasn't horrible, but for the price, it wasn't good. Then we got to our third whiskey last week. We started recording, and literally, we couldn't get through it. It was that bad. It just was so uninspiring that to actually sit there and waste time talking about like you you just there's no way you could talk about that boring of a product for 30 40 minutes so here's what we're going to tell you we scrapped that episode we're just going to tell you right now laws four grain bourbon bonded six-year bonded is really hot very alcoholy and a little bit of wood and vanilla and we didn't like it we thought it was bad we won't buy it again we don't recommend you buying it it was like 75 bucks right something like that well i, I told you it reminded me of moonshine. So if you're into moonshine, I'd get it. Yeah, I, but still, you can get moonshine for like 20 bucks. So yeah, that's why it was stupid. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we we actually did. I mean, we didn't really rate it, but it's never going to be on our recommendation list. We're not going to put out that podcast. We decided to skip it because we literally after like ten minutes in, we were like, I don't know what else we said. Yeah, so we actually went or rent went to the liquor store to get a second bottle so we could do one that night, and then we had technical difficulties. So we're just telling you, we're giving you a heads up right now. Laws four grain bourbon whiskey bonded six year no likey. We don't like it. It's bad. We don't recommend it. If you like it, great. Enjoy it. It's just not our thing. So we're going to save you the trouble there and just throw out the rating. 
They're both five or below in rating. I don't um, remember what I gave it. I, I, I think you even rated it lower than Teeling, but I didn't go that far. Teeling was a four. This was better than Teeling, but that's not saying a lot. Yeah, actually, I don't think it was. I think it was worse than Teeling when I think about it, and especially for the price. Yeah. So anyway, so we kind of skipped last week. So this week, you know, we decided to uh, get something maybe from a distiller that we know, and we really enjoyed their last one, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 but still something new. Yeah, something new. Yeah, for sure. You know. And actually, before today, I don't think either of us really knew anything about this or even paid much attention, did we? Yeah, like we didn't want to go something like totally new. It's kind of like going on date night with your wife or your longtime girlfriend and just asking her to wear like a new outfit or a wig. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you're like, oh, who's this? Exactly. But you know who it is, but it's kind of new. So that, that was kind of, that's kind of what the goal was tonight. Yeah. So um, we've got, we, we got Noah's Mill Genuine Bourbon Whiskey, handmade in the hills of Kentucky. So this is a, a, a Willet uh, product. We tried Willet Poxdale, which we both really enjoyed. Uh, it was really good whiskey. So distilled, aged, and bottled by Willet Distillery. In so, Bardstown, Kentucky. Yeah. So this is what we're going with. Uh, we were a little nervous because the, uh, what, this bottle is, what was the first thing you said, dude? Reminded me of a wine bottle. Yeah. We yeah. Have, and I know, I, I know I, some people who are into wine, they get offended by me picking on wine, but I don't care. So <laughs> there's that. It, this is definitely uh, I, this is a wine bottle for sure. I mean, it looks a hundred percent like a Pinot Noir or Chardonnay bottle. It, it, yeah. So that made us a little bit nervous until we read the back and saw that it was from Willet. So we, we decided to take a chance. Well, that and it's a uh, hundred and fourteen proof. So that yeah. was the other part I liked about it. And I was like, man, eh, you know what? We we can roll with this. Yeah, we'll give it a try. This yeah. is. So, you know, other okay, than- so let's move right into this thing, man. Yeah, yeah, so, Lord. so the packaging, you know, it, it's supposed to look like Frontier Day. They achieved that. Um, pretty damn sure. It, it, I mean, it's fine. Frontier days, yeah, or whatever they call that. You know what they what they say here. The uh, um, this reminds know. me of like the old, like the old hills in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. I don't know why I said freak frontier days. Yeah, I don't know. This is like uh, like Abraham Lincoln made this. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Exactly. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what the magazine's going for. It's all pretty much handwritten. It looks like. And, yeah. yeah. It's like some like a like a has a drawing on there, like you might have made when you were like in fifth grade. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. I mean, uh, I, I don't really have a problem with it. Or rustic, and you know. Uh, yeah, maybe it's um. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's a it's a. I, I mean, I get the look that they're kind of trying to go for. It's not sure to me. It comes across a little uh, beyond honest a little bit amateurish sure yeah you know something that like if we made this in our basement or garage and had like a little printer and you know like you know like when you were a kid and you were trying to make like a little pirate map and you wanted to make it look all like old and authentic and you know you'd get the the lighter out and kind of burn the edges of the map and stuff you know right you ever do that yep yeah that's what it kind of looks like they did on this you know i don't know it's i mean whatever it's fine i think it could use a overhaul on the packaging i'm not crazy about it i don't like the bottle no yeah whatever you know i've seen worse yeah it's not doing itself any favors i'll say that but it's not yeah. it's not very much. like tan and brown it's not colorful even in the slightest yeah that's fine i mean we're just i mean hopefully you know we we rate things at the end the grand scheme of things i'm not going to rate this down but sometimes whiskey that's in a really nice package let's say like a habiki harmony mm, yeah it, it enhances it for me I yeah mean, i would so, say so too i would yeah. never put this out like yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't. This isn't like a showpiece bottle. No. 
want people to be like, oh, wow, check that. Is that Noah's Mill? Well, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the top either. They got a cheap uh, plastic yeah. top. And what is this, faux cork? Uh, yep, faux cork, yep. I don't it's like a- that either. I don't like that either. Like I'm kind you. of a believer. Uh, as soon as you crack the $50 mark, I, I want real cork in there. And I don't want a plastic top. I don't. Yeah, I don't like either one of those things that much. Not a huge deal, but again, this it, these are little things that you know I take away a little bit a little bit off for it. Um, but anyway, moving along, keep this thing moving. Yeah. So we can get drinking. Yeah. Paying seventy five bucks. I mean, yeah, is that fine. what this was? Yeah. Fuck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, you don't pay attention. I don't even remember, man. Seventy five dollars. I got a plastic top. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll, I'm giving, I'm dinging them right there on that. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I I agree. We, you know. All right, that's fine. Yeah, but, but- well, that's a little disappointing in the sense that Willits. Remember the bottle that, that, that their bottle was like way cool. Yeah, the, the pot still is badass. Yeah, yeah, like that was a beautiful bottle, and this, this is the same distillery, and they made this like what they make this like on a weekend down in the, you know somebody's basement, like an art project. That's what this looks like. Yeah, yeah. Like an art project for like a like a middle school kid. Yeah, who likes to drink. Anyway, um, yeah, I already poured here, so yeah. I, I want to get like. Yep. So uh, I'm gonna move on to colors. It does, good, it does have a good color, though. Pretty yeah, good really? color. Yeah. Do you know? Do you get my office is kind of dark. Maybe you should get a light. Well, I have this little lamp on. on the oh, light. like a like a lamp, like a like they have in a frontier. Like a is it a fuel lamp? Yeah, that'd be like frontier. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, but it is it is very uh, uh what is that is it is it reddish or orange can't tell uh yeah I'd say a little bit more uh reddish uh color to it I guess like a copper copper color yeah copper and uh, you definitely can tell it has high alcohol content it's got definite legs on there oh yeah slow moving legs um yeah if we didn't uh, the nose is actually pretty good oh yeah I really like that actually I was expecting you know being almost 140 proof that it would be pure pure ethanol but yeah yeah i know well that's like that's what you got on laws right yeah and that was actually a low that was lower alcohol content wasn't it yeah, for sure it's 100 proof it's yeah, 100 proof and it like that stuff like was like race fuel yeah melts your face off yeah it sucked but this this is good i definitely like to know yeah it's very good uh i mean it's still they're still i mean you can tell it's strong sure you know for sure but that's how it's it's kind of like fruity or floral yeah i get maybe a little bit of both yep but at least you can smell something with this i mean i do yeah for sure you can smell i mean you can get the wood coming out of there um like i said it kind of has like a some kind of like fruit floral like essence that's that's coming through yeah it's uh i mean once you once you i think even the the ethanol kind of kind of burns off there a little bit yeah there's some there definitely definitely get the wood like you said i don't know what that fruit is it's uh it's not like like apple we get sometimes i don't get that i don't get orange or apple or i almost get uh, um, some baking spices. I don't get any peppery or any of that. Citrus. I, I could actually say that I could smell some apple. Really? Yeah. Got it. It's almost starting to smell, I mean, I, a little bit like, I, I, okay, I'm going to say this then. Apple, I'm going to say cooked apple. It's almost smell. It almost smells a little bit like apple pie. To me. Yeah, I think they call that baked apple, not cooked apple. <laughs> Ma, can I get some more of your cooked apple pie? <laughs> That's what it smells like to me. That's what I'm getting. Apple pie. Baked apple pie, thank you. Yeah, you also get vanilla. Yep. Caramel. Maybe some brown sugar. It does have a really nice nose, though. 
It does. Yeah, it's quite complex and a lot of depth to it, actually. I could We could probably spend 15, 20 minutes doing it, but that would make for a relatively boring podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and move on to uh, tasting this neat, as always. Yeah, but what's, that's what's great, though. It makes you excited to want to try it, though. Oh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Stuff, it's like sweet up front. Yeah, it is. I'm actually almost getting apple pie flavor up front. This does remind me quite a bit of um, that Willet. Yeah. Stronger, though. Yeah, I mean, for even, but it's still super palatable, neat, even at 114. Oh, yeah, I could totally drink this neat. Yeah, but that shit last week literally is undrinkable. Yeah, that was terrible. This is good, though. And this has, like, again, I appreciate it because on the palate, it goes through different phases. It's not all, you know, it's just like not all up front and then no finish. It's just gone. Or a finish that just, you know, is nothing more than ethanol burning your throat. You know, it's like that, like, yeah, you know. We've we've discussed it plenty of times, man. But the more you have, the more whiskeys you try, and the the you know just enjoy, you really really start to appreciate good whiskeys versus crap. And and it's like it sucks so much when you get crap whiskey because you're just like this is a this is not a good product. It's bad, right? And it's like why am I wasting my time drinking it? You kind of start getting a little bit spoiled, but I don't know if it's really that. It's I, I think I think it's more of just you you start to appreciate good whiskeys versus bad, and your patience for bad product starts yeah. to you know become diminished like, I, I just don't have time i don't have time for your crap whiskey that you're putting out yeah and this like, is good yeah like we said in the beginning you know if it's crappy we still want to do it but last week we couldn't we couldn't even go through we don't want to bore you people with even a half hour shit whiskey so you know what whether it be we're not going to love everything but that i mean if they're so bad we'll probably just pass on that whiskey and let you know the next time we just can't do some of the stuff but yeah i think this is super nice you, you, on, i'm adding some ice to it yeah yeah, I mean, I love the nose though. Man. The nose, damn. Yeah, nose is really, really good. Not that, not that the taste is. The taste is really good too. I'm excited to see what the ice brings out. So, so sometimes so unbelievable, unbelievably smooth. Yeah, I cannot, I cannot express enough. At 114 proof, that's yeah. that's that's quite high. This oh, is extremely smooth. It is easy to drink this straight or nothing with, or you know, or just on the rocks. It's it's yeah. easy. It's easy, really, really smooth. Yeah, it is. That, I will. Yeah, super smooth. No, no harsh qualities on the palate at all. And if you once you once it's on ice, my ice, my cube, it had been sitting there a little bit, so it had melted a little. Yeah. But that that, that just my disclaimer. There, there's hardly any ethanol that's coming through on that. Like, no. you know, I mean, obviously you can tell it's, hey, this is a strong bourbon, but there's no, you know, just that really strong ethanol that sometimes you get in higher proof uh, drinks. Yeah. So yeah. again, this just reinforces what I was, uh, you know, I've said earlier, when you have a whiskey that's well executed and it's at a higher proof, there's no reason for it to be offensive that, you know, feel like, oh my God, it's so strong or it's, it's you know, it just tastes like I'm drinking pure jet fuel yeah there you don't have to have those two things it's only in poorly executed whiskeys where you get that yeah and and just so uh, those of you, what we do is we get our uh, our Glen Cairn glass. We like to nose in a Glen Cairn glass. Uh, it's a you know the small tapered glass or or one of those. It's just it's easier to smell 
and get the aromas because it captures them a bit better. And then we usually use one big rock, right? We use big squares and then we, we just get a normal whiskey tumbler and pour it in there just because it's easier for us to hey, do did that. Did you say how, how long this was aged? You know, it didn't. And I was looking it all up anywhere. And so they say it, on some places, I don't know if that's true, uh, some of the whiskeys in here are aged up to 20 years. But I it just, okay. but I, I just, I don't know. They haven't, it doesn't say anywhere really they don't really put that out. This is so they don't go ahead. Another question on the on, on your bottle, what batch number do you have? Oh yeah, yeah. I have batch number QBC number 19-40. Okay, I have 2026 for what that's oh. worth. So we do have different batch numbers. Yeah. And it's small batch, so it's possible that we experience a little bit of uh absolutely different different flavors and tastes, but yeah, but still for uh, 114. I mean, I've tasted stuff at like 86 proof that tastes hot. Yeah, this says like coat your mouth too when like when you drink it, and it has a really long finish to it. There's quite a few layers, I I, I would say, in the flavor profile as well. It's um it's quite good. Oh yeah, I, I I like it. I mean, it is. I would say that okay, if we're gonna compare this to Willet Pot Still, which we don't have to, I'm just saying. Yeah. There's some some significant like taste little snippets of taste that remind me of it. This is a way more bold whiskey, I would say. Yeah, I think so as well. Well, I'm sure it is. I mean, it's a way much higher proof, but the flavor profiles on them, I could tell immediately just on the nose and my first sip of this, it reminded me very much of Willets. Yeah. I mean, I, but but stronger, if that makes sense. And actually, yeah, stronger. And this actually seems a bit more complex to me. Even though I thought Willet was, I, I'm getting a whole bunch out of this one, especially on the nose. Not that we didn't have a Willet. Yeah, I don't know if I would say um, the nose maybe a little bit more. I don't know. I really enjoyed the nose on, on Willets um, yeah. as well. I'm not sure. They're very, very similar. They are. So, yeah. It's quite tasty, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just, I was just glancing at Willet. We'll, we'll, we'll go back and look at Willet, you know. But I think this is, you know, this is kind of what you and I look for in brand new whiskey, you know, just something that. Yeah, this is great. Uh, I mean, honestly, you... This, if I compared this to Willits, well, are we? I don't know if we're there yet, but we can. We can go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, they're both like really, really good. If I was having people who were not really, you know, into whiskeys or had, you know, drank whiskey on a regular basis, I'd probably give them Willits because Willits is a little bit. It's not quite as bold. Has a lower alcohol content, right? Yeah. So you're still getting like a really broad flavor profile, but it's a little bit, maybe a little bit easier whiskey to drink. I don't know. I don't know if that's even the right word to use. Uh, they're both real smooth, but there's yeah. still going to be a difference between something that's, uh, what was Willits? 90, 90 something? 94, yeah. 94, 94 proof. That was amazing. I remember that. 94 proof versus, you know, 114. That That's pretty big difference, right? And, oh, you know, so huge difference, 20%. Or no, I don't know, 20%, well, whatever. I'm not yeah. fucking, fuck you mathematicians, okay? If you're listening out there, right? I don't want you guys like telling, oh, it's all 20%, whatever. I don't care. But... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I would probably give Willets to somebody who doesn't drink whiskey on a regular basis. Sure. If I was, had a group of friends, if I was drinking with you, I would definitely break this out, right? You're used to drinking it. I know you can handle it. You're not going to be like, oh my God, it's 114 proof and you have like two glasses and you're passed out. You actually still might be, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, the only other thing with that though, where you know where Willets is killing Noah's Mill? Where? The presentation. Oh, totally. Yeah, man, that that's a huge difference. Yeah, so 
put it this way, if, if you just walked in, didn't know anything, and there, there's Willett's Pot Still and Noah's Mill sitting right next to each other bar, I guarantee nine out of ten would be giving the pots, just, you know, package-wise, everything. Yeah, I actually have, right over here, I keep it keep it pretty close by, I have the bullet, uh, bottle of uh, Willett's, and it is, inc- like, remarkable, the effort they put into the presentation yeah. on Willett's versus Noah's Mill. Yes. I mean, you yeah. got the, the wood top. I think they still use, it looks like a faux cork, too. Maybe not. That might be real. Can't tell. Um, but the presentation, the bottle, it's so cool looking, right? Yeah. Um. It's that like, you know, if you see this up in your bar or on somebody's bar or, you know, even sitting out on their on their desk, you, you immediately think it's like a really pricey high end whiskey. Right. Noah's Mill, like I said, looks like a project some kids in uh, like seventh grade made with the, the family printer. Yeah. You know, right. Or in the garage. So the presentation's big difference on that. But other than the presentation, you get past that, it's it, the product's great. It's great, great whiskey. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, getting any more out of the out of the, out of the palate or? Yeah, actually, I do. I think the uh, like I said, you know, a little bit of water or some ice, you know, help open it up even more. Definitely get apple out of there. I would say green apple, Granny Smith, if I had to be exact. Okay. Um, and that can tie you into, like you said, a little bit of maybe like a, like a baked apple pie, right? Yeah, I still get, I mean, get that on the nose. Yeah, well, if you had like apple pie made with green apples, right? Yeah. You had that, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, it reminds me of that. There's obviously definitely some vanilla. You still get the oak uh, yeah. that's, that's coming through on there. Up front, especially neat though, was much sweeter than I remember. Willits. Yeah, I remember Willits being more like a uh, floral, uh, herbal, or yeah, yeah. I would say so. I think the well, and that's why I was. Yeah, you know, I, I still like Willits. I think that the nose on Willits, and I know you, you, maybe we disagree a little bit on that, but I still think the nose on Willits was a little bit more, more to it, more like deeper, more depth to it. Okay, it was, uh, it was our favorite part. I mean, we we love the palette and everything of Willet as well. Okay, cube. Don't let that microphone get too far away from you. Okay. I feel like you're uh, broadcasting from the moon. Okay. I'll- is that better? Up there with a fucking Chinese rover or whatever it was that landed up there. Oh, all right. Yeah. Right back. Got, Hold on. Okay, that's fine. So while he's going to get that, we, what we did not talk about is Noah's Mill is obviously of the Willett Distillery. It pays homage to early pioneers of Kentucky after the Revolutionary War who began distilling excess corn in the bourbon. Uh, Mary's different bourbons. You know, it's uh, casts of bourbon are let alone for two decades before they're bottling. Oh, so it is 20 years. Just reading this uh, thing, and it's not—it's not like you can find this stuff every day. It's not like just hanging around in liquor stores. Um, Noah's Mill comes and goes. I know—I know that. Hey, you know what I think you should do? What? Why don't, you, why don't you explain small batch to our listeners? Um, small batch is—I mean, it's fairly self-explanatory, but. They, what they do is so there's such things as continuous stills which continuously make liquid as long as you're putting liquid into the system it continuously goes small batches generally made in a single distillation or small batches as they would say and then they blend those small batches together to make this um, so 
like, and that's not bad. Continuous stills have to, we wouldn't have as much whiskey as we would in the world without continuous still. You know, Jack Daniels has a continuous still. Evan Williams has a continuous still. Stop fucking with your microphone. I'm not, I haven't touched my microphone. I can tell you're twitching. Oh, gee. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that's what it is. That's what small batch means. Yeah, so you're going to get like, so basically too, you have a, a higher, there's more variance in small yeah. batch, right? Sure. Absolutely. Right. And so that, so it makes it, there's a little bit more uniqueness to it. Yeah. Like we're trying technically two different whiskeys with our batch. Your batch is different than my batch. Yeah. Do they want it to taste the same? Yeah, but they can't. So we're still getting two different batches of the same whiskey, which is interesting in and of itself. So, right. Yeah. What I was saying is, okay, so now I figured out the labeling and the age of this. I I just, uh, so this is, it pays homage to the early pioneers of Kentucky of the Revolutionary War who began distilling excess corn into bourbon. That's what the label's about. Not there that you I, go. That's not, awesome. Not that I like it, but either way. You just figured that out? Well, not, not really, but, you know. And those, you researched it and figured it out. Yeah. I didn't you probably think. should have known that shit before the show started. Well, you know, we've gone out of order, but I don't care. So, these, it says, casts of bourbon are let alone for two decades before they're bottled at 114 proof in small Wow. Yeah. This shit's 20 years old. That's what it says. Well, that's probably why it's so smooth. Yes. And it is uh, it's, uh, very highly touted. I did not know that this is not this is not an everyday liquor store item. This comes and goes. And obviously, if it's 20 years old, then it's not it's not something that is just, you know, made all the time obviously. Yeah, that's remarkable, man. I'm going to give a shout out to, to Willett Distillery. Yeah. I mean, seriously, think about this. They If they're putting 20-year-old whiskey in here and they're charging 70 bucks for it or 75, I mean, that's remarkable. Yeah. These guys make like, okay, so I mean, I've only had two, right? We've had regular Willets. Yep. Uh, then the snow is melt. Both of these are like really, really good products and they don't charge like ex- extraordinary prices for it. Yeah. I mean, $70 or $75 is not necessarily cheap, but it's not outrageous, right? And I have no problem spending that, like no problem at all if it's a really good product. Compare that to like Laws, which cost around the same amount of money, was so bad, we can't canceled the whole recording session. It was like, hey, this is just such crap. There's no sense even moving on from here. This, like, that's how bad they were. Yeah. Yeah, if you're out there, Laws, and you're listening, your product sucks. It's wretched, man. It sucks bad. You're totally hosing people. They're going out there buying your stuff, thinking it's good, and it's trash, and it's made in our backyard. That's disgusting. It's like, I think, you know where I think Laws is getting their water from? They're probably making that stuff down in Denver, right next to, like, the Denver water processing where they, like, you know, they process like all the wastewater, and they pump it back out into the river, and then they're sucking it out and using it to make their product. That stuff was just garbage. Bonded. You guys had that bonded like Paul Blart was in there making sure nobody was like what sneaking product out let me tell you something man you could have put that in a warehouse nobody would have come and stole any of it because it's trash garbage Uh, don't even like I don't like if they even came to us and they were like hey we want you to try your product and we're gonna give you a bunch of free stuff I'd be like keep it man give it to the guy on the corner with holding up a sign because he's the only one who's gonna appreciate what your your product is it's it's bad it's garbage you guys need to start over. 
terrible product. I'm embarrassed at the liquor store that they even carried that stuff. And don't put it up on the top shelf. Now, granted, it was like the local, like Colorado top shelf, which is kind of crap. But you should, like, that stuff should be middle to bottom. Old Elk is way better. Yes. I Yes, way better. Yeah. We're, we're going to do some Old Elk. Yeah, we do Old uh, Yeah, we got we to gotta work back up to Colorado. I had to do a lot of convincing to get laws, so I kind of burnt him on a Colorado there. So but we have had Old Elk for, so we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I'm just embarrassed for the state of Colorado. I mean, come on, man. Like, make some make some whiskey that doesn't suck. Yeah. What's their, like, what's our claim to fame? Wood, Woodford Reserve? Is that, is that is that what we are, Woodfords? No, we don't, we don't have, in, in, in Colorado? Woodford yeah. Reserve, Kentucky, bro. Yeah. Which one am I thinking of then? What's our big Colorado whiskey everybody's always talking about? Woody Creek? That, that shit, that shit too. Crap Creek. What else? Porty Potty, Port, <laughs> Porta Potty Creek. No, <laughs> I don't want it. I don't, I don't mind Woody Creek at all. I've never had it, but I don't like it. Stranahan's is another one. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. Stranahan's. I am so sorry. I was saying Woodford Reserve. No, scratch that. Stranahan's. I've had it a couple of times. I don't think it's that great. Do you? No, no, no I don't think it's that no, great. I don't think it is. Colorado whiskeys, for the most part, outside of, I've had, these are the ones I'll take exception to. Old Elk is actually good. And um, those guys at 10th Mountain actually yeah. have pretty good whiskeys as well. Yeah. They're not like spectacular, but I mean, they're, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah. 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 They got it. Yeah. Okay. So if you're like, if you're a Colorado distiller making whiskey and your product doesn't suck, please say something so I can try it out. I mean, I want, I'm looking for Colorado whiskey that doesn't suck. I've tried Texas whiskeys and I love them. I've had Smoke Wagon at a Nevada. That's awesome. Obviously we have great whiskeys down in Kentucky. Hell, we even tried that one made up in Michigan. What was that? Broken Mountain one. What was it called? Crooked Water. That was in Minnesota. Minnesota, whatever. That was fine too. We even had uh, that one from California. And you said it was the best thing to come out of California, which was Burning Chair. Oh, yeah. Burning Chair. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say that was great. No, no. Oh. You didn't say it was great. You just said it was the best thing to come out of California since Dirty Harry. <laughs> I set the bar low. Right, <laughs> right, right where it needs to be for California. Yeah. No offense, California people, but you got too many of you moving out here to Colorado. Like way too many. For us, on my roads. Yeah. So now, so we've got the color, nose, palette, finish, finish. Yeah, we got long. That's all about, about what I got on there. Yeah, nose mill. It's a, like a flavor explosion. I mean, you get like really sweet up front. It's like caramel, like strong caramel and like almost like a, maybe like a brown sugar that's coming in there. It goes into like a baked apple pie. So you get apple coming out of it. Definitely vanilla notes, oak. Yeah. And the finish is uh, just a nice... It's got a pretty long finish to it, uh, like a nice warmth that comes up, up out of that. Uh, not, you know, not a not a uh, like a like burning finish, but it's just like a nice gentle warmth. Yeah, but it does have a it has quite a long finish. It is very smooth finish, very yeah, simple. Man, this stuff's really really good. Yeah, really really good whiskey. I'm actually enjoying it. In fact, I love it. The only thing I don't like about it is the bottle. That's it. Yeah. 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 It is, yeah. The, yeah. The, the bottles. I get what they're going after. I just maybe I, I think there's maybe a better one. What, what, what do I? Yeah. Do? Like I think mostly what the problem is is um yeah your bottle sucks, man. I don't like wine bottles for whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe it's a personal thing. I don't like it. That's why, I, that's why I'm shocked we went with this today. So we you know we're in liquor stores on the other side. I mean we're man, I barely 
eating all day and I'm drinking 114 proof whiskey. This stuff's like wrecking me right now. I knew it was 114 proof, so I, I ate right before the podcast. Yeah, I haven't eaten all day, man. Well, no, I had one. I had lunch. That's it. Yeah, I, I had lunch and dinner, so because I knew it was whiskey night, and I would probably be slurring my words and ramming my head into the microphone. But... Yeah, that's okay though. People enjoy that. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah. So what's going on? Like, what what else is going on out there? I know we've got it's a big deal right now. Okay, we got week thirteen of of uh, fantasy football. I guarantee a lot of our listeners are into fantasy football, right? We've got some of you who are out of the playoffs. We got some of you who are gonna, like good shot. You're going to make the playoffs. We got some of you who are right on the edge, right? It's all going to come down to week thirteen. Yeah, it's been good. They're bad. The ugly. Where are you sitting at? Oh, Where are you sitting at, cranky? <laughs> I am sitting on the cusp of maybe, maybe if things go my way and I have a good week of making the playoffs. But I wasn't dead last. So, you know, I, I, that's where I am. Well, you know what? You're right, man. You did. I'm actually quite proud of you because you, you were sucking bad, man. You Like, you were in the gutter. Yeah. You were teeling or laws. <laughs> you were disgusting. And you, wow. and you didn't, although you almost quit because you were being a little bitch but then like but then you resurrected like a phoenix and you like rise from the flames yes right and i'm so proud of you for that because you could have just been a bitch and quit you know no. you didn't man so and, and yeah you were, like you were looking really good up to week 12 because you were all the way up to what fifth yeah yeah, fifth place, man. Then you had a bad week. I, I did. I did stream a couple of uh, awesome trades. I, cu- I duped a couple of uh, fellers, you know. But that's okay. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not too proud to admit that. No, but that's the thing, man. That's what you got to do, right? That's what you got to do. Like that's a life lesson for people. When things aren't going your way, man, you got like you can either roll over and quit, right, or you can just kind of suck it up and and fight back, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. You got so you don't go like you just don't roll over and. quit. Quit. I hate that. Hate that. Well, that's why. That's why we're back this week doing whiskey night. Cause, uh, last week turned me off to, to whiskey night because it was so bad. But well, yeah, don't quit unless it's bad whiskey. <laughs> no. There's a it should be a liquor store open so you can go get some good whiskey. Well, here's the thing: like even last week we had bad bad whiskey and we quit, but I didn't quit drinking. I just yeah. smoked a different whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> that is commitment, people. Yeah, man. Like I don't just give up on whiskey because it's bad. I just add add soda to it. I drank <laughs> that shit. Did you really? Fuck yeah, man. It was terrible. It was trash, but I added enough soda to it. It was fine. Actually, what I do with a really bad whiskey is I'm like, I, I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, you can have that. Because she knows not to drink my whiskey unless I say it's okay. So yeah. like, if it's bad stuff, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You can have, you can drink as much of that as you want. Yeah. It's all yours. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine, man. Because she's putting all like sparkling water and stuff in there. I'm like, you know, it's like a can of like sparkling water with like a shot of whiskey in there you know so it's like you can't taste it anyway yes yeah yeah. so but i'm not going to give her anything that's good to do that it's like uh it's like a steak right a really good steak you don't need to put a bunch of ketchup on it but if it's like some trash steak and you need to get the ketchup down like on there to to make it palatable fine i don't care you know anyways are you still alive yeah yeah, sorry sorry what happened um i you went silent you went silent on me for a minute I, i took a big swallow yeah and i almost had 
had an issue of it going down the wrong pipe. And if you get whiskey down the wrong pipe. Oh, yeah. I had to do some sort of like technical maneuver to make sure it didn't go down the wrong pipe so I could, you know, keep on going. It's all for the show. That's the thing. That's the thing. Ricky Ricky is a grouper, right? He has experience taking, you know, sometimes having a hard time swallowing whatever, you know, whatever product's going into his mouth. And sometimes he would spew that all out, but he doesn't do it. He just maneuvers himself in the correct position so that he can swallow it and continue on. Exactly. I'm all about, I mean, first of all, I didn't want to waste an entire mouthful of delicious whiskey. That's the thing. There's never, you're, you're good at swallowing. Uh, You're a swallower. Uh, um, I, 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 I am not even going to respond to that. You're not going to bait me into that one because I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I, me neither. No. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I survived. Thank gosh. Good, good, good job. It. Good job. So now he, here's, here's what we need to do. You're yeah. ready for we got I'm a ready. Okay. I need a, a word associate. We got, you got a word comes to mind. Oh, I'm starting it out. Well, I, I'm asking you, I'm not asking the fuck. Air. Well, man, I don't know. We're like right in the middle of talking about your fantasy football league, and then we got off on another tangent. Now you're like, "Hey, word association." We're done with fantasy. You break out the fucking ink blots on me. Yeah, dude, we're done with we're done with fantasy because you're number one. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I'm you know what? Don't be an ass, man. That's why you fucked yourself in week twelve because of karma. <laughs> You don't believe in it. I'm a huge believer in it. In karma? Karma. Dude, I'd be dead then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why you fucked yourself in week 12. Bad karma. No, you're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. I'm right. I I swear to... I like, listen, there's a few things I know, and this is one of them. You don't fuck with karma. You know, my insurance agent's name is Karma. Well, your insurance agent probably sucks, but <laughs> don't fuck with karma. Okay. See, we're all over the place now. I mean, we're going... I mean, we... We rarely talk about fantasy football other when John's trying to get back in the league, and it's too late for that this year. Who's trying to get back in the league? John. John? No way. <laughs> hey, I know quite a few Johns, man. That's true, and I forgot he's just another one of those Johns to you. Yeah. So- yeah. Back in the fantasy. So, yeah. yeah. And to our buddy John Elway, if you're out there listening, your team sucks, man. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. You know, they're the on. worst, man. I'm like, it's disgusting. They're, they're not worse than the Jets or the Jaguars. I'd rather be Jets right now because you know they're going to like get rid of their coach. You know they're going to get rid of the GM and you know they're going to get the number one pick. Oh, well, yeah. I guess they have that. What do we have? We have. I'm, I'm like, I'm guessing they're not going to fire John, which I'm not asking for them to do that, right? I mean, he's still John Elway, a lot, you know, great guy, love him, all that kind of stuff. But bro, like you hire the worst coaches in the world. I want him to hire um, Eric the enemy. Yeah, that would be great. Or, you know, the other guy that really wanted the job and would have been a perfect fit, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. He just sucks, man. You make terrible decisions, bro. And now he's paying the price. What even like, what's the name of our head coach? He's like 98 years old. The dude's like, actually, I think like he's cert- like, I-, I shouldn't be talking shit about him because I'm pretty sure he stormed the beaches on like D-Day, Omaha Beach, right? Normandy? Yeah. 
Yeah, at Normandy. Yeah, he's got to be at least 104 years old. Vic Fangio. Yeah, like when he, like, I don't know, back when he was like, when he played football, they were wearing leather helmets. Dude, I don't even think they were wearing them. They might not have been. I mean, he's a brilliant creative mind. I mean, his like, it, this, it, yeah, it, it was an amazing hire. We are all over the place. Yeah, we're, we're everywhere, which we're, is fine. We are everywhere right now. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. That's just how it's going to go tonight. You know, I, I asked you for a word association and now oh, right. about Big Fangio. Not again, but now. You were, I'm having trouble corralling your beautiful mind. Yes, it is. And it is a beautiful mind. This is what happens if, if I have to skip a week of whiskey night, I get a lot of pent up frustrations that I'm bringing along with me. And then oh, they, no. they all manifest themselves. That's purposely why I didn't drink. Or I didn't drink. I didn't eat this to, uh, today. I wanted, uh, a free, I wanted a freestyle. Like eight mile right now. This this could be the first time that you are more intoxicated than I am. First time on the sh- on, on on doing a show. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, yeah, not first time in life. No, not at first. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Probably because so, you're drinking like a little bitch over there. Probably so. Yeah, yeah, you are. You're like totally slow playing it right now. Yeah, that's that's fine. And, Why? Okay. What is wrong with you? Nothing is wrong, dude. We are way off. What the what the fuck is going on tonight? That's so you can edit it, dude. So fuck yourself, bitching, man. You got one job to do. That's it. I got so many jobs to do. It's ridiculous. You're in charge of merchandise. That's it. My my job costs fucking money. Your job you do on your fucking free time. And, and I got so much of that, mister. I take naps like every day. Well, you know what? Fuck you, okay? <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to corral us back in. Go ahead and corral it back in. Are you ready for this? Yeah, man. Okay, do you, do you have a, a word association you want to do with this? Or no, do you want to skip that? I don't care. Yeah, fuck you. That's my word association. How about that? So just fuck? Because uh, fuck you is two words. No, all right. You know what? Fuck you. Time <laughs> out real quick. I need to compose myself. Yeah, you're getting all Twitter paid. Getting all what? You're, you're getting, never mind. Twittery? Is that what you said? Twitter paid. Twitter what? Paid it. Twitter? Paid it? Yeah, it's sorry. It's a, it's an internal thing. My my. Do you want me to explain it or no? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, I'm gonna explain it. So my son's girlfriend is her name is Isabella. She's a sweetheart, and I for some reason I've called her Twitter Bell for since like day one. And so when she gets irritated or frustrated, I said she gets Twitter paid. And so that's kind of where it came from, and I, it just kind of slipped out when I was talking to you because my son was just in here. So yeah. anyway, I'm actually not listening to you. Yeah, you. Rarely do so. I don't know what why I mentioned anything. Well, I turned the camera on and I started noticing my luxurious beard. Are you have you figured out a word association yet or not? God, God, you're a fucking bully on this show. <laughs> Listen, man, we're 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 an hour in. We haven't even gotten to the flavor spiral or season or occasion or rating, and you're still fucking around. <sighs> why is it always on me? Why don't you do word association? Okay. My word association. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't let him bark. Huh? Let him bark? Like dog sled team right now. Yeah. Awesome. So they're in every podcast we have. Everybody I just posted on, on Instagram. It's Well, anyway, it's going to be, you know, Instagram. You can see uh, Odin, Rolo, and... Ragnar. Uh, 
Ragnar. Three German Shepherds. Finally, Rant has three dogs that actually like me, and I like them. They're sweetheart dogs, and um, yeah, that's why I'm thinking getting rid of one of them. They're all they're all very interactive. One was just a little puppy, though. Yeah, but it, I don't know if he's six months old. Yeah, he's six months old, idiot. Uh, maybe, just maybe six months. I'm not sure. It's close. Well, he was born before you got him. What'd you say? Right. Okay, so you got him at what, like eight, 12 weeks, something like that? Uh, I think nine or 10. I can't remember. Well, yeah. Okay, so when you picked him up, right? Mm-hmm. You've had him for six months, right? You've had him since COVID started, right? Well, yeah. Okay, well, COVID's been going on for like eight months, doucher. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard anybody say. If COVID's been going on for eight months, that means you could have gotten him in month seven. You could have gotten him in month six. You could have gotten You said you got him in before COVID started. I did not say that. I just asked you that. No, you didn't. You asked if I got him while COVID. Oh, my God. Okay, so anyway, he's got a very young puppy. That's Rolo. Yeah, um, Rolo's like six months old. He doesn't even know how old his dogs are. That's fine. I just told you. Yeah, well, you're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> So, so, so they they are literally in the background of every podcast barking, which I totally don't care about. So I posted their pictures on our Instagram site and said they were our co-hosts, which totally fine. So that's yeah, how I said are. Yeah, so I was saying let them bark. It's their time to shine. Why? Yeah, I think he's like, yeah, I think he just turned six months, maybe. You know what? Don't tax your puny ass brain. All right, it's already overworked tonight, and you're bugging. Well, you're bugging me. You're bugging me first. You were bugging me before the episode even started. You were bugging me when we were on the phone picking what whiskey we were going to do. Well, fuck, you were bugging me before I even fucking met you. Okay. okay? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't really, I can't find a word associated. Nothing's coming to mind. And we don't have to do that. But you know, we're okay. going to do this, motherfucker. Well, okay, well, we can move on. Like, if you have an occasion or a season, this is, for me, hands, hands down, this is a winter season whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Only, I think, because of the baked apple pie thing and it's it's like you said has that warming feeling on the finish i i just i it feels okay i'm gonna say this right then fine you know what i'm gonna drink this whiskey for what i got i got a word for you ready yeah christmas I, I think I would like to drink this on Christmas. I, I really do. It's got the wood. It's got the spice. It's got the yeah. Apple. You know what? I would. Yeah, actually, I'm with you on that. You did a good job, man. I actually, uh, I'm applauding you right now. This feels like Christmas whiskey to me. S- specifically for me, this would be Christmas night. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Gonna- like usually, a lot of times, me and the, me and the wife are hanging out Christmas night afterwards, yeah. and we're kind of watching, you know, watching her uh, movies. What is that one we always have? Oh, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we like, we watch that every Christmas night. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would drink that and get totally obliterated watching the same movie that I've been watching for like 30 years. So cut actually, that part I'm, out. yeah, no, I'm not going to cut that out. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to actually move that. Call, man. You do a good job tonight. Good job. Hey, thanks. I'm going to move that actually from word to occasion. Oh though. yeah. Cause that would make more sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christmas night. Yeah. And, and you know what? We don't have to have different ones. 
Sometimes we can just share that that Christmas night because you know what? I'm gonna call you Christmas night. We're gonna be drinking Noah's milk, except for you won't have any, so I'll be drinking. Well, milk. you know what? The other thing, like I, I could actually drink this. Well, you did a really good job with the whole Christmas thing, though, because like Christmas night, I could also drink it. I could drink it like New Year's. Yeah, kind of like I don't know because it's it definitely speaks of like winter, winter, I mean, and like some kind of like I don't know if I'd say special occasion because you could drink it outside of that, but it but it does kind of like it's a, it's a, you know it's like a very good actually now that you got me thinking about this it's like a 2020 christmas or new year's eve drink because like you can't go out and you know we're not supposed to have these big gatherings right right you're supposed to be like just alone or with your family i guess or whatever and everything sucks and like this is a good whiskey for that though it's it's, it's really good it's kind of like you want to you know like celebrate a little bit but you can't be with like all your all your friends and family at least you're not yeah. supposed to be right right but when i drink this i kind of think of those occasions a little bit and this drink makes me happy yeah so the reason why the only reason why i picked christmas over new year's is because uh you know christmas it, it, i think it, it would complement after foods and desserts and all that sure but, but new year's I, I tend to start drinking a bit earlier yeah and this i'd be i'd be passed out yeah i'd be done like 10 p.m i'd be in a coma yeah so. i usually start drinking on new year's half hour to an hour after i wake up <laughs> see and so noah's mill would probably kill me or i would just be done and i you know i wouldn't be able to enjoy it as much so no you're 100 percent right man that's actually the the i'm gonna go on the record right now and say this is the smartest thing that you've said since the creation of whiskey night wow yeah this is the best thing you've ever said is actually nailing this down for occasion this is a really good christmas night drink well i am i am glad i'm impressing someone yeah you impressed me man good job yeah hey, yeah thanks. yeah thanks. Right. yes well we're winter and christmas night and you know what now that i wrote this in, in the magical whiskey book um you're you're gonna have to find some way to not finish the bottle so on christmas night i, I I can call you and we can have it on Christmas. Yeah, night. or I could just buy another bottle. Well, yeah, that is true. You know, you know, it's funny. So since we've started Whiskey Night, I, I know I'm going off on another tangent. Yeah, go ahead. This is Tangent Night. I like it. You can that end is, all this. Yeah, that's fine. So since we've started Whiskey Night, by the time we got to the next week, you have not had any left of your bottle, right? Yeah, but I don't understand why you think that's a big deal. Okay, so here's the thing. One bottle, bro. It ain't like I have a case of them. I literally literally have every whiskey night whiskey we have at least a half a bottle you're such a lightweight i'm, I'm just saying i find it interesting you're you you i don't even know if you can collect i don't think you can collect you, you're not a whiskey collector you just you're just not good at it. i'm a whiskey enjoyer yes you're a whiskey aficionado and, and yeah and enjoy, yeah and and that is, there's nothing, nothing wrong. Yeah, I'm all. more like one of those guys. Like, if I won the lottery, I would, I would enjoy my money while I had it, and live you know, to the fullest until they put me in the ground. You'd be the I, guy who'd like put it in a trash bag and bury it in your backyard, and then be dead and be sitting there. That's what I've up. in the last years. I have, I was very super uptight about that kind of stuff, but I've gotten better about just spending money and trying to enjoy it. Yeah, you've gotten a lot better, but you haven't full like you haven't fully convinced me yet. Yeah, no, I haven't fully embraced Rant's ways. Oh no. man, and that's a challenge, and I'm waiting for you. Like I, I swear to God, we're gonna, I'm gonna throw the gaunt, gauntlet down on you. I hope in 2021. Yeah, yeah, like for real. Okay. 
We're going to go to Vegas, and if you're a bitch, I'm going to call you out on it. No, well, I can't. Yeah. Uh, well, no, you've had like a whole year to prepare yourself. I know, and I want to go. Rant and I... You've been preparing for this moment for your, literally, for your entire life. Well, our, our awesome trip, we had pre-planned, we had hotel rooms, we had tickets to this whiskey experience. We were going to the NFL fucking draft. COVID starts. We got yeah. totally screwed out of our... I mean, oh, we are... bucket list thing, and then we got destroyed on it. Yeah, we were in our late 40s. It's not like we got, you know, like we, we were still healthy and could go do all the shit we wanted to fucking do. We got totally fucked out of our trip, fucking pissed, so we're, we're going to make it happen. It, it's our bucket list thing, so um, yeah, I'm all in. I mean, I we bought soup. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, yeah, so... Yeah, you're 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 divulging a lot of information there, which is yeah, too, too much information. But you know what? I'll edit a lot of that out. So you know what I'm going to do right now? You know what we're going to do right now? What? We are going to go to the flavor wheel and see how we did. Okay. We're gonna, yeah. How do we do? Um, you know, not bad. Okay. So uh, no is nil. So the first one is. Can I throw pear in there? Or is it too late? Yeah, dude. Just keep that to yourself. I'll edit it out. All you right. don't want you don't want to embarrass yourself. Oh, all right. Sorry. <laughs> So the the first one is cinnamon. Yeah, I got that. That's fine. Yeah, and I think, you know, when I said apple pie and you agree with me yeah it's like apple pie has cinnamon in it it's fine and then you call this one which and you know what i kind of thought you got caramel yeah definitely caramel um mint i I, mint mint i don't get i don't get it either then we got oak definitely uh then it says dry and dry i don't think of as a flavor as more of a mouth Mm. yeah i kind of disagree with them a little bit on that because i thought that i thought like last episode when we did the prisoner remember i I said that was very dry. It was like yeah. your lips stuck to your teeth and shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that at all. So no offense, but I would disagree. Not the only dry. thing I agree with it is if you go like ten minutes in between drinks and talked a lot. Yeah, it's dry, but your mouth is dry. Yeah, so right. yeah, okay. So I disagree then, with dry. Yeah. So then we got spicy notes. Yeah. Yep. Vanilla. Yes. Totally sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That for sure. Yeah. And then the last one is honey. I don't per se get honey. I I know honey sweet. I mean. That's what I'm saying. Those last three, vanilla, sweet, and honey are all sweet to me. So it's hard for me to kind of, but. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, honey and sweet are, are yeah, I mean, honey sweet. Yeah, so you know what? I, I actually think we did. I, I didn't get the mint. I don't I don't get the mint. You get yeah, the mint? and you know what? They might not say pear, but pear is very much like apple. So fuck you. <laughs> Well, it is, man. Okay, I'm not a fruit expert. I, I, yeah, well, yeah. Um, so yeah, we we didn't do too bad. We we definitely got the. I mean, I'm gonna say cinnamon only because the baked apple pie. I don't give a shit. I still smell it. And I still taste it. But maybe I just have it in my head. Carl, well, I, I would actually like. I really hope some other people try this out and see what they say oh, because when yeah. you when you start getting into like apple pie, cinnamon, pear, those flavors are actually they they are very close are very similar and they kind of play off each other so sure. uh, i mean you've you've had like pear like dessert right like a oh, big pear like baked pear i, I really haven't okay because- well you're a simpleton but yeah. for any of the other folks out there that are listening that are a little more sophisticated than cranky you can appreciate like baked pear can be you know it's not exactly the same as like a like baked 
apple, like green apple, right? But yeah. it's it's close. Pear is going to be sweeter, right, than the apple is. And that's, to me, I think where I'm getting it is because this, like I normally don't really, like I'm not a huge fan of sweet whiskeys, right? I don't, I don't enjoy really sweet whiskey. This is sweet up front, but it drops off super fast. Super fast. Yeah. yeah so, so it's actually enjoyable because it's not like you're drinking uh, a, um, like a sugary drink. It's just, yeah. You hit that sweetness up front and then it drops off. And that's the same thing you get from like, in my opinion, when, if you have like apple, like uh, apple pie or baked, baked pear, it'll be sweet up front, but it's not overwhelming. It's like a sophisticated sweet that you can enjoy. Well, if it's sophisticated sweet, I don't see how you can taste it. You don't see how what? How you, you would even taste it. What is that supposed to mean? You're an idiot, so you can't taste anything sophisticated. You're an idiot. My level of sophistication dwarfs yours okay uh, it's like a it's like a an eclipse so you you know what's next right do you know what's next well no what is next oh, we, we probably should give this some sort of rating all right go ahead oh so this okay it's me just going first um i so i hate co- compare stuff but this is very similar to willets it's just stronger and it's got some other i actually would probably prefer this over willets slightly for a couple of reasons uh nose i thought i know you said sophisticated but i just enjoyed this nose more the palate i i, I just I, I can't get the baked apple pie out of my mind and i I think it tastes so sublime and it just i can't get it out of my head so i'm gonna give this uh an 8.2 oh, the exact same number i was gonna give it eight okay so yeah you want you want it with an 8.2 yeah yeah i think i gave didn't i give willits an 8.3 why would you even remember that you're so stupid most times you remember you got an 8.3 yeah all right well i'm that that's what i thought i had given it yeah you did you gave an 8.3 where i uh, like so this is slightly under willits for you well this is slightly better than willits for me it like i said it's yeah purely 8.2 yeah okay awesome yeah so this is this is this is good this is um this is pretty this is gonna be high up in our ratings and i think it deserves it. I, I, you know what yeah, i'm still it. i'm so impressed with willet i i just now i i'm, I'm gonna be on a on a on a willet brand kind of uh search yeah i wish like we should reach out to willet yeah i i've been super they're incredible big, i mean they're one of the few that your products right now yeah and they're they're bad for it as much as they should like their stuff is really really good and to go back to my 8.2 for noah's mill versus an 8.3 for willets which is great because keep in mind i don't have access to my prior ratings i don't talk to you ahead of the ahead of time any of that right so about the whiskey no yeah uh, yeah right so if i had a and, and now knowing that when you tell me hey i gave willets an 8.3 and i gave noah's an 8.2 so from my perspective when i compare these two products they're extremely similar right i would almost like i would i would be completely fine you know drinking either one of them oh yeah. but if i'm giving the rating the 8.2 the 8.3 the 8.3 that 0.1 difference is going to come into presentation. Yeah, the 8.3 
Paul is so unique and so cool. I'm sure you guys have seen it on our Instagram, but it's a work of art. It is a really, really unique. I have never, ever, out of all of the whiskeys that are out there, never seen a bottle that looks as unique and cool as Willet. It's it, yeah. it's it's awesome, and it has the 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 wood top. Looks like a pot still. Uh, the little emblem that they have in there is really cool. I mean, it's it's amazing, right? Yeah. And so if I take that and I compare it to Noah's Mill, there's a pretty big drop off. If Noah's Mill was marketed, like if it had a, a, a bottle, didn't have to look the same as the bottle, but just like a really, like a cool bottle, I guess, cool marketing that yeah. rival Willits, it might've scored the 8.3 or possibly even an 8.4. So I'm docking it a little bit because Noah's Mill, the bottle, I probably would not put that up like as a showpiece in my bar or in my room no and and furthermore if i had to give this as a gift if i was gifting this to somebody right yeah i've given i've given willet as a gift to people i've done this already and it's because it's classy and i want them to appreciate you know what i'm giving you a classy gift because you deserve it right if i if i gave somebody noah's mill bottle who really didn't know these products they're going to think I gave them some kind of like $20 whiskey that I found. Which is, so, which is uh, it's kind of unfortunate in the fact that. Sure, it's unfortunate. As a society, we still, I mean, visual, I mean, it, it, it makes a huge amount of difference. In Noah's Mill, believe me, if you, first of all, here's my first suggestion. Even if you keep the, the stickers and everything, please go away from <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't have to be as fancy as the Willets, but go away from the wine bottle. Um, it, it for those that are not wine drinkers or whatever. I mean, literally, we debated on the phone that what what we both said like it's in a wine bottle. I, I it makes me nervous. So it makes me yeah. nervous, and the the whole thing, the whole presentation on it. You got to take a picture and make sure we put it up. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you didn't know any better, you definitely aren't thinking this is hey like that great of a product if, if you're stevie wonder or ray charles yeah you know fuck it that's great but i'm just saying most of us are visual people and and merchandising yeah, man. I mean, there's wrong with that that's fine i mean that's the only like negative thing about this is actually yeah. the presentation of the bottle doesn't look good and that's why i actually i damn and impressed myself that i gave this an 8.2 and i gave willits an 8.3 and as you like to remind me in every podcast my memory is not the best he's yeah, got so it's not like i'm sitting there huh no i'm saying but that's like really on like good i mean i think that i'm giving like an honest review and and you know number to this product it's, it's really really good i'm knocking it a little bit because the presentation the packaging the marketing of it is lacking it's bad well, the actual want, product is really good what, what i want people to know is so so the difference between packaging and taste it's 0.1 or 0.2 
point two. So mm. it's, yeah, you know what I mean. We're, we're not giving that super emphasis. So if no, no it's, it's very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, it was in a Willet bottle or something of that nature, it would get equal ratings. But we realize that impressions and first impressions in marketing are a big deal in society in the world. That's why there's brand names. That's why there's custom cars. That's why there's all this stuff. It, it, we put value on it. So we, as raters, put value on what we're seeing because that's our first impression. In fact, I think you probably, in fact, put it this way. So we saw Noah's Mill in the store. He was in his store. I was in my store. He walked past it. And I said, well, let's just, maybe, and he's like, yeah, well, maybe let's go back to Noah's Mill. How long did it take you to find it? A couple minutes. Right? Yeah, it doesn't stand out. It doesn't stand out. It's nothing spectacular. No, no. And this is a so um, yeah will it if you're listening your product deserves flamingo feathers because you know what it it's excellent excellent product and it's just drab and you can walk right past it on the shelf they have another one called rowan's creek rye and i'm telling you this now because i think we should do it and if they have noah's mail they probably have rowan's creek and i'd like to do that as a tasting but it's limited as well so anyway rowan's creek rye same thing i mean it's its packaging is probably a step below this one. I walk by it like with my nose up and I'm not a snobby dude. I'm just like, who the fuck made that? I well, mean, I'm snobby you- as hell. Exactly. So, so you wouldn't even have yeah. looked at it. But Rowan's no, I, just, I don't understand. Like sometimes, though, on these these like whiskey, you know, products, uh, distillers, um, I, I don't understand. Like, do they have anybody that works in marketing? Yeah, of course they do, and they think they've hit the nail on the head. And I and I get the well, they're really bad at it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, they are bad at it. Yeah, I know. Just, I know. Like, this marketing is wretched. It, it's so it, trash it, that, like, I just ex- like I explained to you. If I am hanging out with buddies who appreciate really good whiskey, right, and they're not necessarily going to be swayed by the packaging, okay, sure, I will break out Noah's Mill. If I'm having guests over that I want to impress, I'm going to break out Willets because the bottle looks high end you know it's like to me they both are very similar both are very good but one is one is a supermodel and the other one is completely opposite has a great personality wow way to go (laughs) but uh it's not visually much to look at you know yeah the fact yeah that you you presented that so well I'm, i'm gonna give you kudos right there um well yeah, so, I think, you know, it's like the same thing, like when we, we talked about before, we were talking about Hibiki. It's like, hey, you know what? That's actually a combination of both. It's like the packaging is really, really great. It's very sophisticated. It looks extremely high end and the product is spectacular, right? Uh, so you do yourself a favor when you have an amazing product and you can package it in a way that is deserving of the product you're selling. Yes. So here is my one suggestion to Willet, Noah's Mill, if you're ever listening. Upgrade your packaging and then on the back said this was made in the 
spirit of the pioneering days. People will understand. You can have a, you put, put a mill on there. That's great. Keep it at 114 proof. Awesome. Let them know that because last time I checked, we're a modern society. And yeah, we like throwback things, but only to an extent. So this is made in the essence of the pioneering ways, but we've, we've modernized it. We've brought it to the modern culture, but we haven't changed our style or the way we do it. That's what people care about. So if it looks better and you still are encompassing those old ways, I, I guarantee you're probably not hurting to sell this anyway, because once people try it, they probably want to get it. But I'm just saying, you want to- I would just say this, stop, like if you make whiskey, stop putting it in wine bottles. It's stupid. They don't we sell have- wine in whiskey bottles. Not whiskey. It's not wine. Why don't use a wine bottle to sell whiskey? It looks stupid. It looks Dang. stupid. Dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. You're not selling wine. It's whiskey. Furthermore, it's bourbon. You're selling bourbon. Don't put it in a wine bottle, okay? I'm not at the Catalina wine mixer ordering Noah's Mill in my wine glass. What are you even doing? It's so dumb. Whoever works for you and and thought that that would be a good bottle to put it in, you should fire them. They are stupid. Okay, they're an idiot. I'm sorry. It's a terrible marketing decision. Like I don't even know why you would do that. I have no tolerance for that. Get rid of it. You're not selling wine. You're selling whiskey. Furthermore, furthermore, this is 114 proof. Are you kidding me? 114 proof. What what in the hell does 114 proof and wine have in common? It's nothing. Like right? Yeah. Like I I, I don't I. I I'm struggling with this. It, it's just, it's bad. Get rid of that. And then if you're going to use brown to do your, like on the label, the Noah's Mill, the print is in brown. The the mill itself, the artwork is in brown. And then you put it on a ba- brown background. It's just brown. Like what the hell's going to happen if a guy comes in there and he's colorblind? He ain't even going to be able to tell what he's buying. It's just going to look like one shade of brown. I mean, did you guys run out of color? Did you run out of color when you were making the label? Yeah, it is not eye-catching at all. Could you put white on there? Could you do a white background with brown, like their, your brown trees and your brown mill? Yeah, so... Could so you will, do that? Yeah, so here's what we're going to say to Willet. Keep making awesome product. Work on your packaging on your other stuff, Rowan's Creek and Noah's Mill. Uh, again, we, we loved it. It was... It was uh, I this is our fourth highest rated whiskey, and so <laughs> yeah, I love this whiskey. You're packaging, yeah. Shit so, so we got the Spaniard, we got Hippie, we got uh, Willet's regular that's slightly above this, and then this. So, two of our top four are made by Willet, yeah. So, what we're selling people, yeah, is, man, that's impressive, yeah. If there's Willet on the label, uh, don't hesitate. I, regardless of packaging, yeah, we're harping on packaging because it's a big deal. It's a big deal in the modern world. And with all the whiskeys coming out, you, you need to stand out like Smoke Wagon. Kudos to Smoke Wagon, by the way. Their packaging is, is yeah, but you know what, though? Here's the thing. Like, even when you're saying that, it's like, yeah, the marketing, the packaging – but you can take a simplistic approach towards it. It's just that this Noah's Mill, this is not that it's like, oh, it's simplistic and that's why it's bad. It's not well executed. I right. actually am in or appreciate simplicity. This sure. is not this is not well executed. This oh, is yeah. 
shit brown on top of shit brown in a wine bottle in a wine bottle that's yeah so poor execution simplicity can actually be a beautiful thing and i appreciate simplicity that's not what this is this is poorly executed packaging yeah okay so packaging hands down for me in the world of whiskeys it's probably a scotch company called Compass box which you've covered they're they're they're, they're amazing um so they are um, they are number one bar none nobody comes close nope nope not not even remotely close no not there's there's nobody that even remotely comes close to the marketing like the beauty of labeling that compass box does nobody comes close to it it's like off the charts i'm tempted half the time to buy their product even when i know it's something that i'm not gonna like because the bottle is so beautiful that i'm like ah you know what 100 bucks it's worth it yeah, that, so this, yeah, yeah. It, they, 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 they are head and shoulders above everybody. They, in fact, they're so good that next year they're going to release a book of their label alone, art book. That's how good they are. That's how. Yeah, their labels are actually works of art. Yeah, and I'm not it, like we've said. Like when this bottle's empty, I'm not going to recycle it, or throw it away. I, I'm keeping it because it's fucking cool. Which and I bottle? Just, you uh, said this bottle. Uh, no, these. You're right. The Spaniard Spice yeah. Street. I have three others. I got Myths and Legends. I got Brogues and something. Yeah, I'd save all of them. Yeah, I, I and I do. They're like I have an entire shelf just just for those empties because they're that. I would bad. I would literally buy their like half of their labels. I would buy as artwork put in my office. Yeah. So. Uh, um, I haven't, so I, I, I have more access to whiskeys than Rant does, like through it and, and Rant. I, I'm going to be sending you a box of whiskey and, and because, only because you loved it so much that there's a bottle of the Spaniard, you know? Um, Dude, thank you. I, 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 I bought a bottle of the Spaniard today. Did you? Excellent. Uh, it doesn't matter. You could use another bottle because it's that good. It is that good. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you could send me actually a case of the Spaniard and I'd be like, this is awesome. Yeah, so people spectacular. We know. I want to try the Piedmont. Uh, you know, should we should just do it and just suck it up? We should do it, dude. You should stop being a bitch, and we should just do it. I will do it, but I got a special order, and it's just not in my store. So go tomorrow and get Piedmont, the Pete Monster of Rowan's Creek, and we'll do Pete Monster. Wait, that's literally you just asked me the dumbest question that I've ever been asked. Should I really? The, no, I mean, hey, time out, real quick. That was the dumbest question you've ever been asked okay no ever no not ever okay so yeah i would love for you to go by the pete monster in roman's creek one we probably won't like pete pete monster but that's okay because i still like to but you know what i i just i want to buy everything compass box because i think they're extraordinarily ahead of their time damn dude we're supposed to be doing a review on noah's mail and we're talking about compass box those guys should hire us you know what compass box regardless if we we didn't like the juveniles but I tell you what, you know why we bought it is the package that did stuff. We did, yeah. We got we got honey potted. Yeah, so you know what, people, you, that that podcast is already out. Listen to it. Sorry that that rant despised it. I didn't think it was that bad. In fact, I, I have enjoyed a couple of drafts. Didn't like it, dude. Gave it a fucking five. A five. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so bad. It was trash, dude. I I could drip the sweat off my nuts into a glass and you give it a five. <sighs> Why would you do that when you could just pour yourself a nice glass of laws?
Okay, so we're probably going to get sued by laws for defamation, but it was garbage. You can't so, get sued for some. You can't sue somebody for saying your product is trash. This is true, but either way, so now that that I'm garbage, I have drank enough of this to feel froggy. Um, so well, good. Yeah, it's good. It's about time you like join me. Um, so uh, people, I'm just going to give you a quick rundown uh, of whiskeys that should be in your liquor cabinet. Um, Willets, I'm going to give. I think Noah's Mill should be in there, and same with Potsdale. You should have, if you're going to get a Texas whiskey, uh, Yellow Rose Outlaw Bourbon. We gave you know almost an eight. Fantastic. Please add that as a Texas expression. Balcones True Blue is another Texas. I was super impressed with. Yeah. Scott, if you're not a big Scotch drinker, get the Spaniard. If you're just a whiskey lover, it's, it's phenomenal. You want to go to the Orient? Habiki Harmony, I know we've only done one Japanese, but the one we've had was, it's the only one where we've rated higher in our next podcast. Higher. So Yeah, Habiki is actually no. So we were at 8.1 and 8.2. We both brought it up to 8.4, 8.5. That's how good Habiki yes. Harmony yeah, yeah. is. And it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. So yeah, so if, if you're going to start a whiskey collection and don't want to spend an absolute fortune, the Spaniard, Spaniard, 77 no, no, 60 bucks. Willet Potsdale was served, 60 bucks. Noah's Mill, 75. Um, Hibiki's 100, and, and, and uh, you know, it's worth it. Um, it is, get, yeah, it is, yeah. Get Redbreast in there. If you want to go balls out and buy something, stick with the Jameson 18, Redbreast 27, 21. Um, these, yeah, you know, can't go wrong. Yeah, actually, you did a really good job just going through those, and you're, you're, and that, that's the interesting thing, too, is we've, we've, we've tried so many different whiskeys on our podcast but way more off podcast yeah, right yeah, and sure. so when i think of all these different whiskeys and i start looking at like you know basically um uh, just the quality of the product and compared to the price point of the product and i start realizing and we said this before though i guess yeah that they're not necessarily tied you know hand in hand and i i think that the the whiskeys you just listed are great recommendations I think Willets, which was what'd you say, 60, 60, 60 bucks? Somewhere in there in the sixties. Yeah, I would pay more for it, frankly. Yeah, yeah, I would I would as well. But if I'm starting a bar, yeah, and I, I would make I would actually make Willets one of the early purchases of my like showpiece, right? Just Absolutely. because of the presentation, it looks so great. And it's you know that, that like sixty dollars is actually pretty affordable, right? So I would put that definitely in there. The Hibiki at a hundred like you said yeah a hundred isn't cheap but in the realm of things it's not completely outrageous at all but it has the whole and it is yeah it's phenomenal man like you put hibik that that just the the presentation of it alone right people see it up there they're like wow that's that's impressive and it is a great product so you start off with those two phenomenal add in i would i would actually i would agree with you i'd put noah's mill in there It'd probably be one of my later purchases just because the only people are really going to appreciate it. You could probably count on one hand and have a few fingers left over. You know what I mean? Like, because the presentation's really bad. It's, 
it's not okay. It's a great yeah. product, but it doesn't look great. Is that if that makes sense? Versus Ibiki and Willet. So when you're starting a bar, you want or, or, or your whiskey collection, you don't want five bourbon. You just don't. They're bourbon. That's bad, but you want some little. So Hibiki, if if we're going to Japanese, yeah, Hibiki Harmony, because a lot of them are a lot more. You get the Yamazaki 18 and all that crazy expense, 300, yeah. 400, yeah. 400 bucks. Right. Hibiki Harmony right. for the price, which technically is mostly 12-year. They took the 12-year off because they blend some 15 and 8 in there, but that's fine. It's it's a it's an amazing bottle. In, I would be proud to have it's it on the Relatively affordable bottle. At a hundred dollars, that's not, you know, that 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 like people like like that's still I would consider you know affordable to to you know for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And then will it pot still, not nose milk, pot still on your back bar, amazing bottle, great, great liquid. You're not gonna go wrong with that as a bourbon. You want a, a scotch that impressive and gets to a lot of people's palates. We've always said this the Spaniard at 65 bucks absolute Deal. 100%. Yep. So you're going to start with a Japanese, a bourbon, and a scotch, and you're going to get it all under, you know, under $300 of tax. Um, and for your Irish whiskey, you went with? Uh, you know, I, I, I know oh, James oh, Haney. Oh, say again? If James, I mean, James Haney is 150 so if I was going to start one, I'd probably start with Redbreast 12. Or... Yeah, I would say that as well. If, if you had, you know, for your Irish whiskey collection, I would go with either, I'd actually you just go with either Redbreast 12 or yeah. I would jump all the way up to Jameson 18. Oh, and I weird. know there's a huge gap there in price, but Jameson 18, for me, prices locally that I've seen are around 120, which right. again, isn't cheap. It's not outrageous, but it is a phenomenal whiskey. I would take Jameson 18 if I was starting a bar and you can get your hands on it, I would put that in there. If you were starting a bar and could not afford the $120 or could not get Jameson 18, then just go with a regular red breast because it's it it's it's truly a great whiskey. I, and furthermore, if you couldn't do that, I would actually have no problem putting a Jameson in there or a Jameson Caskmate. Yep. Both are still great representations of an Irish whiskey. Yeah. So we want both of us like I said, so now like so this is weird. So he has Jameson 18 available in his territory now. I don't have it available in my territory. Once we both have it available in our territories, we will buy a Jameson 18 and review it because it's worth the review. I I can almost virtually guarantee it's going to be one of our top reviews. Um, it is. Yeah, Jameson 18 is awesome. You got a if you got a hundred twenty hundred fifty bucks to spend and you want a hundred percent quality Irish whiskey. Um, oh, no question about it. Yeah. Excellent packaging, excellent flavor. Uh, if somebody says they don't like it, they, I think they're just being, you know, they're, they, I, I don't, I don't see anybody not liking it. Even Scotch drinkers, whiskey drinkers, bourbon drinkers. Jameson 18 appeals to so, it, it is like Yeah, crawling. Jameson 18 is uh, phenomenal whiskey. When you said uh, Redbreast 27, the problem with uh, Redbreast 27 is it's really hard to find, and really it is quite a bit more expensive than Jameson 18. Okay, so Redbreast 27 used to be about 
430 to 450 now it's about 500 to 600 dollars right. yeah um, james not- yeah so red Press 27 is phenomenal i mean oh, yeah. it's yeah it, it's it's, it's really, really, really good it's nine yeah, yeah well yeah. Bre- like just the the like it the palette just everything about it is so broad and there it's so there's so many layers to it 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 it's an amazing whiskey that they were able to get like, you know what I mean? Like that broad of a flavor profile. And so in, in it's like so in depth, but you're paying for it. I mean, it's, it's, it's expensive. And it's, it's hard to find, you know, Jameson 18, I wouldn't put it at the same level, but oh, it's it? phenomenal. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's also only $120. Yeah, and so, okay, so we know a lot of I, Irish whiskeys are, are lighter in color and everything. Please don't let that deter you. Obviously, the median temperature in Ireland is, you know, 70, well, year-round, it's about 50 degrees year-round. I mean, so if you're talking, their highest temperature gets in, not even to the 80s, you know, their lowest temperature because of uh oh you're drunk now yeah yeah totally but i'm just saying that eight whiskey doesn't age as long as fast like you know in vegas they can you know yellow rose six months jameson 18 no 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 you're talking about texas in houston you're right you're right yellow rose Balconies. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, balconies. Thanks for correcting. Now you're hiccup. I'm not hiccuping. Bert. Yeah, you are. No. I'm not fucking really? hiccuping. Okay. That okay. was a hiccup, well, bro. Going to Ireland, 18 years in a barrel. It, I know it's still light in color. They don't char their buying barrels much, but you know what we should do? We should just do a buying fucking guide. Because goddamn, that's what we've been doing for 30 minutes now. What's that? A buying guide? Yeah, I'm just like Jesus Christ, you okay, want to start I actually thought we just transitioned into a little separate episode that you were going to edit and put in as yeah. to like different whiskeys to buy. Hey, that's what I thought a, we were doing. No, this is going to be a bonus episode. So we we have read Yeah, that's what I thought we were doing. Mine is your hiccuping. I'm not hiccuping! Yeah, you are. You've literally hiccuped four times in the last minute. Okay. Do it again. So I have this sign right next to me. Says, you just did it. I did you not hit You just did it there. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You're so bad. Okay, so... You're an, you know what? This is what I like about you. What? You're an annoying little fuck. How? You're a really annoying little dude. You're just like... You're obnoxious. You can be annoying. You're abrasive. You can be a total asshole. And for some reason, I love you. And I don't know why. I don't know why either. Because after that endorsement... No. Huh? I don't know. That was not a good endorsement. Okay, so we tried our second rabbit hole, which was Cave Hill, which was the bourbon, the Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Yeah, it's not um, that great. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Low sevens, again, packaging. Yeah. I, we could recommend um, 10 other bourbons probably that we would uh, pick more. So, um, you know, if you're looking for price conscious, 52 bucks, great. Go with it. Packaging, not so much taste. Distiller safe, no. again, this is esoteric. I, I I only use that word only in the fact that they were tr- right. They were trying to emphasize the wood, right? The distiller. Well, no, was distiller to- safe isn't. No, it's not the it's not the wood. It's basically. I thought distiller safe was. Um, essentially not aging the product. Yeah, the raw distillate that comes out. Right. It was very 
Right. You know? Yeah. So, so distiller safe is just a, like a unique, it's like you can appreciate it because of the uniqueness of it. They're not aging it in these barrel, you know, in a barrel to get more flavor, or different flavors out of it. It's, it's essentially the distillate, right? Did I say that correctly? That yep. are emphasizing. So it's, it's, that's a, that's very unique. I would never, I would not buy that. I would not buy that and like want to share that with friends who didn't appreciate what the premise was behind it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very niche. I mean, don't, that, that should be a product that don't, don't buy that. Like it, it, it's it's good, but don't buy it to share with people who aren't going to appreciate what they were trying to achieve through that product because they're yeah, it's I, they're it's going to be lost on them. Yeah, I think that's more of like an exploration whiskey. Like you tried a bunch of stuff and you just want to figure out, like, hey, the master distiller wanted in it for that. Yes. Yeah. It? Yeah. Sure. Um. Then we have Whistle Pig Piggyback Rye, which you like yeah. way more than me. I I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, I didn't think it was bad. It's a, but I like rye more than you. I think that's probably yeah. what that gap is. Yeah, and uh, you know, I still prefer the rabbit hole versus whistle pig, um, and so did you. By I the would, way. But I do as well. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad, right? Um, then, then we get to our uh, it for the initial Scotch drinker. This is it. This is it. The Spaniard. Um, Spaniard for 65 bucks, 86 proof. There is, this is our top rated whiskey that we've had at Whiskey Night. We're, we're about an episode, we're going to probably be about episode 20 close to with this. This was wild. This was a wild factor for us. We were not expecting this from a scotch, but. Yeah, it's, it's quite remarkable. I'm not a huge fan of scotch. Not that I don't like scotches, but they're not my number one whiskey, my go-to whiskey. But the Spaniard is so good that if I see it, I buy it. It's just like, oh, wow. They got the Spaniard. I'm going to buy it. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if if we're talking initial entry scotch, uh, I don't even care. If you're just a whiskey liker, it doesn't matter. The Compass Box was, it was delicious. So, um, Spaniard, yeah, everybody should have it. If you if you have an opportunity to buy the Spaniard, you need to get it. Just just buy it. Yep. Just buy it. And, and, and thank us later. Yes. Or not. But, so, then no, we went into I, a, yeah, we went into some obscure whiskeys out don't, we don't need to go over Gruden Carolus. It's it's only available in America online. Um, if you want it, it's a Belgian cinema. We both gave it eight. It's very unique. But again, even online, it's hard to get. So uh, I wouldn't worry about that. Compass Box Spice Tree. Again, it's you know for the Spaniard. We love the Spaniard, but this still got high ratings. For us, you gave it a seven point nine. Yeah, eight. I gave that high sevens. Yeah, you gave it just under eight. I gave it just over eight. Yeah. Uh, okay. Again, yeah. The, the name says it all. Spice tree. Uh, it it is spicy, it's rich, full bodied. It just had a. Uh, it it's not as complex as the Spaniard, which no. it, I don't think that the intent of spice tree was you know basically to achieve that what they were trying to go for is an emphasis on the barrels yep yep and hybrid in that regard they they nailed it yep yep so again I, i'm never going to take you shy away from compass box if you like somebody that likes really peaty whiskey go with peat monster if you like somebody like spicy go with spice tree spaniard it's just if you like if they like whiskey they'll like the Spaniard. so um myths and legends that that Rand hasn't tried again. It's uh, 
light, but it's got so much to it. They got a lot of stuff. Anyway, Jefferson's Reserve Very Old is a bourbon. Yeah, we, this was our favorite finish that we've had in probably a long time. Very long, very vanilla, very butterscotch. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we're talking. It was, in, good whiskey. it was good whiskey, and this is not the first Jefferson we've had. We both had Jeffersons outside of of this. We just tried the, the very old. That's a straight bourbon. It's a blend of 10 to 20. Year. All Jeffersons are blended. We give it high, uh, mid to high sevens. This is very, like Rand said in our, in our when we did the cast, it was, uh, we got a bunch of family around. You know, it's 70 bucks. We can all have a dram. We can all enjoy it. It's very, very enjoyable. Um, and it, I think it's very classic too. It's a very classic bourbon. Very go classic that's the perfect one even even the uh noah's mill and willits they're bourbons but they're a little more unique on the Mm. like on bourbons if i had to pick like a classic bourbon i would go with one of the jeffersons yeah absolutely that's perfect call right there classic you know if you're looking for bourbon profile there you go Go with Jefferson. Yeah, right. Um, if you want to get something a little crazy, a little outside of the box that's bold and fun, Texas whiskeys. We've we've super enjoyed our Texas whiskey with Yellow Rose and Balcones. They've gotten good ratings. They're yeah. super bold. No sissy whiskeys there. They're they're pretty much wow. mo- mostly corn, and they're. Um, they are what they're powerful. Yeah, they're they are, and they're both really, you know, they're both really good. Between the two of them, you know, I I, I kind of think between the uh, Balcones True Blue and the Yellow Rose, it's a little bit of a toss up. I mean, they're both both really good. Um, I don't think you go wrong with uh, necessarily either one. No. So basically, if you're shopping Texas and you're worried about price, Yellow Rose. Tough cheaper uh balconies yeah. uh, uh, a bit more but it's a hundred proof versus 92 um our array is super super similar um hovering around eight seven point eight it's fun get them out of their box you know um, some stuff we're not gonna we've done will it love willets um smoke wagon this this is kind of where i wanted to head to okay yeah uh, only reason why is because people have this idea that it's not from kentucky or some of the bigger whiskey states it's not good i would never think of las vegas as a whiskey state and you chose this and i was so utterly impressed with smoke wagon uncut unfiltered straight bird yeah smoke wagon uncut unfiltered is amazing yeah i love it it's really good yeah yeah i mean it's a hundred yeah man i mean that that stuff is packaging school the flavor profile on it is awesome it's a super strong you know bourbon yeah man it's hard to beat that it that like if you want a bourbon that that is up there in my opinion yeah one one definitely one of the better better ones yeah yeah and it's just Love that it. yeah we were i mean uh a ramp picked it and i'm like eh, uh, uh, i don't know and and i got a bottle of it and i was blown away uh, how 
how good. Yeah, it was, it was so good. I've tried like Smoke Wagon, the un, uh, uncut, unfiltered. I've tried Smoke Wagon small batch, and I've tried yeah. their regular Smoke Wagon. Yeah, so thoroughly impressed. Uh, we went through Redbreast already. Uh, pick a Redbreast. They're he, the only suggestion I'll give you, or we will give you. So there's Redbreast 12 year regular and Redbreast 12 year cast strength. Just get the regular. Yeah, cat, there's cat. the uh, what's the other one? Uh, lot, lot, how do you say it? Last last style. That's a different barrel, so I think that's a different age profile. But twelve year versus twelve year. I mean, yeah, they're more intense maybe profiles, but twelve year at at twenty twenty bucks, twenty five bucks less is worth it. Yeah, the only thing with Redbreast is, and I really really like Redbreast. Just do this: get the Redbreast twelve, or jump up to the Redbreast twenty seven. The other Redbreast that I've had, eh, it's like it's just. It's not worth it. The Redbreast 12 is a great product, and Redbreast 27 is awesome. The other Redbreasts that I have aren't worth the price point. It's just, just get the Redbreast 12. Yeah, I mean, they're not worth the extra price point. If 27, if it's available, yeah. if you like busting out some 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 serious cash, um, yeah, it is it is fantastic. We covered Hibiki, Hibiki, uh, buy it. I don't mean just, if you see it, buy it. Um, Bardstown, the prisoner, um, no, 130 bucks. That's a hard pack for us. Um, get the fusion at 60 bucks, you'll, you'll be... It's just fine. I don't even want to talk about the other fucking log. The only thing I would say on the prisoner real quick, though, is if you were like a really big, like if you were really into your red wines and you were dipping your foot into whiskeys, I think that, or you really, really liked red wine and you liked whiskey, prisoner might actually mesh. Like those two, like, you know what I mean? For the for that type of person or customer, that that, that might be a really good union yes so here's the thing with the prison the prisoner i think if we had tried that seven months ago we might have thought highly more uh, probably highly of it maybe a little bit better no 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 No. i don't think so yeah i i i I don't know that's so that was the only whiskeys that have on whiskey night is there a whiskey that we haven't done on whiskey night that you would suggest that is yeah just so- 18 well yeah i know we already covered that earlier oh, another, the second whiskey yeah something you know that's just like something you've tried that you're like well you know i really like that i think it's worthwhile I don't know. We drink a bunch of whiskeys outside of whiskey night. So just, you know, if there's something. Well, I mean, just back to Prisoner. Dude, the, the finish on it was so brutal. I mean, it was so dry. It's, it's like if you were into like really dry wine, then I think, and, and you liked whiskey, then I could see maybe where those two things could come together and you really appreciate it. But if like if you're not into really dry wine, then that fusion between those two, you're gonna struggle with it. That's that that I, that's all I'm trying to say is I, I I could see where there could be a certain segment of people that would actually really like it, but that's not me. I don't like that. I don't like exceptionally dry wine mixed with my whiskey. So or period in general, personally, yeah. 
Correct. Um, well, I'm going to let you think for a minute because I'm going to go out and just say one thing we have not covered, and it's an Irish whiskey segment that's not crazy price. And you know what reminded me of it was today when you were in the liquor store and you asked about Rider's Tears. Rider's Tears, it's okay, but Rider's Tears Double Oak for the price, if you're into Irish whiskeys, it is it is phenomenal. Traditional copper pot still, double oak um in ireland they they started and usually use casks so the two casks is for irish whiskey it's fairly full body but it's got great taste profile so something we haven't reviewed so the that good is, there's a lot of whiskeys we yet oh, to God. review so i mean I, I get so excited thinking about how many there are out there that i want to try and review and, and just talk about um and just enjoy frankly yeah yeah because you know what? I think both of us were slightly surprised by Noah's Milk. We knew it was a Willet product. And with the packaging we saw, we were, you know, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I crushed Noah's Milk tonight. Like, I drank a lot of that. Holy good God. But um, yeah. it was really good. Yeah. So, not that I need to tell anybody other than you and I, this is going to be a, a double podcaster. I'm going to put a bonus episode out of this. Yeah, I would um, put a little before, small one. Yeah, yeah. Just It's just going to be about Christmas and a little buying guide. And, yeah. You know, so we need to actually finish no, no, no. sorry finish. we need to do the outro for Noah's Mill so I can edit and uh, keep it in there so it doesn't it's not so abrupt yeah all right do you share you ready yeah yeah go yeah so uh everybody who joined us for Noah's Mill to wrap it up really good whiskey not surprised at all that it you know that it came from Willits. I think their flavor profiles are very similar. Great product, strong. If um, do you want? Okay, I'll carry on. So um, we're just uh, pick up again. I don't, we're just go. You know what? Scratch all that. Start over. Bun da da. Bun da da. Noah's Mill, awesome whiskey. Super glad we picked it up, even though it has garbage packaging. Great nose, in my personal opinion. Good finish. Great palate. If you're not going to get this before Christmas, but either way, next year, 2021, when we're not doing COVID, pick this up for Christmas night because it, it will do. We'll do a cheers with. Them. Thanks for tuning in. Red gave a lot of good insights. His memory was working tonight. And uh, hey, do you know where we're going to go next week? You know? No, no. The, this is a rarity. We actually don't know. We've kind of been going by the oh. shoot hip lately, which is kind of fun. How come they're not going to get this by Christmas? Dude, I got 10 episodes in front of this. 10 that I have to edit. You suck. I, I can put it I can put it next week if you want. Well, I don't know what you got. I'm not I'm not yeah, we haven't picked anything for next week, bro. I don't know um, you had ten episodes. We're gonna release this in June. Dude, we have twenty episodes recorded. I've released six. Do the math. There's fourteen episodes out there. You do the math. Okay, so I will you release do the math. I'll release this, but you know what? I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna I'm gonna buck protocol. Well, what is supposed to be the next episode? Jesus Christ. I just released um juveniles. So I have right. I have yellow no I did yellow. I have balcones. Oh we haven't released that yet? Nope. Uh, Redbreast, No, fuck. But I can skip all those and put this out. Well, no, you do whatever you need to do. I just, I like oh. smoke wagon was awesome. I, okay, well, okay, so here, 
we're just finish this. Fucking tune in next time before fucking rant interrupts me in the outro so 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 we can i'm doing the outro fuck you i'm doing it right now do it now yeah hey everybody join us next week for whiskey where we will be drinking some type of whiskey we don't know what it's gonna be yet but we're gonna drink the fuck out of it excellent cheers next week on whiskey nights Join Cranky and Rant when we drink the fuck out of some new whiskey. This has been a Brothers with Beards production. Follow us on Instagram at BWB Whiskey Night. Email us with questions and or comments at cranky at bwbwhiskey.com or rant at bwbwhiskey.com. And remember to never drink and drive.